everybody. It's your girl, Shayna, and I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers. I'm super excited right now. I got a panel of great gentlemen ready to talk about wonderful topics that we have going on tonight. Um, Y'all don't even understand the behind the scenes that went on to try to get everybody together, but I feel just really honored that they took time out of their busy day, their special day, just to come on here and talk to us today. So I'm really excited. Um, I want to welcome everybody, family and friends. I'm going to introduce everybody as we go along, starting with my regular host, <laughs> D. What's up? How you doing tonight? What's going on? I'm doing good. How y'all doing, fam? Ooh, what Earl, up, what's up, going what on? Hanging in there, you know it. Just getting it as usual. All right, and Rose? I'm just chilling like a villain. <laughs> All right, so our special guest tonight we have starting with most deaf. How you doing tonight? I'm doing what's going on, the people. Cool. And then we got uh Mr. Del Guan Coleman. How you doing tonight? I'm good. You I'm doing good. And then we got um Mr. Gregory Fashaw. How you doing over there? Going on. And then we have Mr. Javon White. <laughs> Hello, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And then we got CJ. We got a couple of people that might. Um, hey, <laughs> we got a couple <laughs> of people that might slide in. They might be coming a little bit late. But other than that, we're going to get started. Before we do, I always start off with a disclaimer. We are none of us on this panel are experts, but we all still got shit to say. Um, I want to move into doing the Black-owned businesses. We That's something that we started here on the discussion with Jashana and Friends, where we give shout-outs to all Black-owned businesses. Um, so go ahead, starting with my panel. E, you're first. Who's your Black shout-out for tonight? My Black shout-out would be me. Check me out, Life by Petty, on IG, Life by Petty, um, on Etsy.com. Uh, online story about pair of clothes and everything. All right, cool. Um, go ahead, Rose. Who's your black black shout out for tonight? Oh well, you know what? I'm gonna do the same as Earl. Uh, I'm shouting myself out. Uh, go ahead and visit uh, your credit goddess for all of your personal credit and business credit needs. If you're looking to start a business, grow and scale, if you're looking to purchase a home, a, ho a house, or a car, or even start your own business, you can definitely check me out at yourcreditgoddess.com. All right, awesome. And um, go ahead, D. Who's your shout out for tonight? I got Cupcakery out of East Point, Georgia. Black owned cupcake on spot is good. I love it. Um, you can check them out on cupcakery.com. And if you're in East Point, you can check them out at East Point, Georgia. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Um, and then I'll start with my guest, um, Mr. Coleman. Who's your shout out for this evening? And just everybody's been supporting me. Yeah, uh, all my Facebook followers. Uh, all the people that support me in Memphis, Texas, wherever, New York, uh, just to support us. Shouts out to them because without them, there's no me. All right, so, awesome. All right, and Mr. Most Dev, who's your <laughs> shout out for this evening? Um, I'm going to shout out, uh, you're going to do one, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to do uh, Candy Coated Creations, a uh, friend of mine. Anything that you need, something printed on, she can make it happen, whether it be shirts, whether it be uh, a, a cup, whether it be a shoe, whether it be anything, anything that you need, something uh, brought to life with print, she's the person to go to. Candy Coated Creations, she's on Instagram. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Okay. And Gregory, who's your shout out for tonight? 
Um, I'm shouting, shouting uh, myself, Fashion Realty. I'm a realtor. So, um, sure. so trying to buy, sell, invest, flip homes. Please let me know. <laughs> I have all of that. Say please let me know. All right, that's cool. That's what's up. And Mr. Javon White, who's your shout out? Your um, black-owned business shout out for this evening. Black-owned business shout out is the illustrious beard, um, theillustriousbeard.com, and social media, Facebook, Instagram is the illustrious beard to help your beard grow, okay. shine, and even smell good and be healthy. That's what's up. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm pretty sure that's like edible right now. Edible? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People out there eat a beer? Hey, hey. Wow. No, no, no. It might be a little. I'm not. We're going to have that conversation later. Okay. All right, CJ, who's your Black-owned <laughs> business for tonight? My Black-owned business tonight is Glamish Nails. It is a Black-owned nail tech, and the young lady who owns it happens to be my daughter. She is 21 years old, and she wow. is she has nail awesome. and She is ready to service anybody who's ready to be serviced. What area is she in? She is um, in North Broward, so I would say that she's off of McNabb and Powerline. I'm not sure what area that is, but um, okay. I guess that would be Pompano. Yeah, oh, okay. I Pompano. What yeah. I want is um, once we're done, everybody who did a shout out of their business, just go ahead and send the link or the information in the comment area so that way people will always be able to go back and refer to that. All mm -hmm. right. My Black-owned business is basically a website that I found today called The Dad Gang. And um, it's just a really cool website that showcases fathers in a positive light. Um, so y'all can go ahead and follow them on IG. I just think they super dope. So that's my black owned business shout out for tonight. Um, so we gonna move. I hear reverb. Our bulletin board announcements is as such to all, um, to everybody who's watching out, please go ahead and like, love and share this. Once we get into the conversation, it's going to be super dope. I'm super excited to hear what these gentlemen have to say about majority of the topics that we have to talk about. Um, so just alert everybody as far as like, it's about to go down tonight. Um, so just make sure you like, love, share, and comment. With that being said, we are getting ready to get into our topics. The overall topic for this evening, gentlemen, is breaking the stereotypes of black fathers surrounding black fathers. Um, where I came up with this topic is, um, I feel like in today's society, being that I am a black mother, um, a black, I used to be a black daughter, um, I feel as though black men get a bad rap. <laughs> they really do. A lot of the things that we see in on television and entertainment, it's always showcasing the negative side when it comes to black men. So anybody who really knows me, when it comes to my platform, I always try to give a more of a positive um, outlook on black men. So for Father's Day, this is something that I really wanted to tackle. All right. Um, so the first subject that we're going to get into, um, pointing it to Mr. Gregory, um, is black fathers aren't involved in their children's lives. Where did this come from? Why is it here? What do you think? Um, first thing. <clears throat> I like to start off 
anytime I start thinking about stuff, stuff I ask them questions like, you know, when did it start? Why did it start? You know, how did it start? So, when did this black this notion of black fathers not being there? You know, all this negative stuff start. Did it start after the black power movement? During the black power movement, stuff like that. And um, and why would? And I always understood like this. I my old coach used to tell me this. Um, you playing checkers? Why they playing chess? Mm-hmm. One thing you want to keep somebody oppressed, you get the men out of there. True. True. You limit those men. Right. You make them look bad. And that's what it all boils down to. Who else? Who else agrees with that, or what? Who else has something I mean, to, uh, I agree, to add I agree, to that? I agree with that because you know, like, like if you look back into the, if you look back to the early fifties and sixties, you know, after like the eighteen fifties when they um somewhat free slaves and stuff, you know, they gave the little land, they gave the house, but you know, black families had big families to harvest the crop and grow. Around like the mid early sixties, you know, I mean, that's when the government kind of came in because the black black community was very independent. So you know, it came to like the, before like the baby boomers, you know, era was. You know, like they start putting these commercials and stuff in people's minds like, hey, you work hard, you slave, you know what I mean? Like, um, don't you deserve a break without the family or whatever? You know, it's taking take the black man's out the household and giving people a more general, you know, idea of how to navigate by themselves. So I think around the mid 60s and 50s, like Greg was saying, this when they start trying to implement this, this structure or this mind frame that, that, you know, you don't need this man <laughs> order to, you know, to run the household, you know what I mean? Crazy, but if you do your research and history of it, you know, it started by like the 50s and 60s behind all that to remove the black man out of the household. Yep, and it's been working ever since, pretty much. Y'all can say it, it started during the feminist movement. Yep, yep. well, actually, it started a little before. It started like in 68 <laughs> when um, the government basically came to our sisters and gave them a choice. Um, you get this free handout, whether it be Section 8, whether it be food stamps, whatever the case might be, but you got to choose between us or the man. And a lot of our sisters chose the government's handout, not realizing what they were setting themselves up for. So you you take that, and then you add some of the other tumultuous times of that that era, and you take the 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 desire for the the, the private privatized prisons to come in, and only way for the privatized prisons to make money was to have people in the prison. So in order to have people in the prisons, they had to make sure they filled the prison up with us. We yeah, built the first prison, right? So yeah, yeah. when you, you put in the, the privatized prisons, when you put in the government going to our women and offering them this, what, what was, you know, quote unquote free, and you put those two things together, in order to make it look like it's something that needs to be done, the government had to give out that propaganda and start, you know, uh, putting us down and making it look like we weren't uh, whatever it was we needed to be. Also, you couple in the fact that they ran the job market, so they wouldn't employ us. So not employing us, not giving us the funds to take care of the family, and then going to the woman and saying, hey, you get, come with us. Of course, she's going to choose that because they controlled all the different uh, avenues for a brother to you know, get ahead and provide for his family. So you put all those things in the pot, you, know, you cooked up a real nice gumbo to have it look like we ain't who we who we really are. We are the, the What do you think about that, Mr. White? Well, I mean, I 
maybe like most of my discussion tonight will probably sound like Kenya Burr's it it go back to slavery because um from the point where um where we were brought brought to this land and then families were separated and you know with the buck breaking and then seeing you know the husband emasculated in front of their family and in front of their wife and then sometimes even the you know the wife having to go into the house and you know start a family with somebody else or be somebody else's um sexual partner like that's where a lot of that stuff comes from and then you know the only power that that black man have is now gone you know where he thought that he had the the head um of his family and now he can't even look his wife in the eye I mean that resentment comes you know back and forth um between the mates and then even with the children so I think that it it, co- it goes back to that point Right. I, okay. So, with with this being said, um, gentlemen, um, how what are some steps that we can take, um, Mr. Coleman, that you feel like we could change the perception that black fathers are not involved um, in their children's lives? What What are some of the steps that we need to take that are realistic? Okay. Everything I say is realistic. <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to guide my conversation <laughs> that's what i'm doing i'm a guider <laughs> and i'm a, and i'm a leader okay so let me lead all right okay. first first we have to practice uh working in groups together so they have to see these things on pictures we don't have anything, a uh, proof of concept where you got a group of black men that didn't build anything for little black boys. And within 10 years, can nobody on this panel tell me when they, when, they, when they have done an event for little black boys, solely black boys. So nobody cares about the black man or the black boy. You know what I'm saying? Number one. Number two, we got to uh, control our narrative. Yikes. How do we have social media? We can do that. So I like the way you this looks. Have- so this is a good look. You know what I'm saying? Black right now, anything. You say something? No. Oh, okay. So with that being said, we have to control the narrative. We have to have these platforms, but number one, can't be no egos involved. And little, the kids, the future have to see us working together as a unit. Right now, just like you just saw, uh, have you, if you've seen the new Rolling Stone magazine, you got a black woman holding her fist up with a dead man on the shirt holding a little boy, holding a little boy's hand. Wow. That's not the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Wow. That's not the narrative. Wow. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to have that narrative. That's crazy. So, you know. Let me, let me let me piggyback off that real quick. Um, I was just discussing with um my business partner because I do a apology. I said I want total control of the media. Because we don't have black male-owned media. We got a channel for black women. We don't have no channel for black men. It's exactly. Every time you see us on there, we either a degenerate thug or we gay. Yeah. That's, that's let me, let me, can, I, can I rebuttal? I mean, can I chime in? Hey, I, hey I'm sorry. I, got, I have a question. My question is, why is it even a need? or concern what other people think about our community. Why do we even care that they think that we're not involved in our children's lives? Hmm. We know that we are. I think, well, I think, I mean, it, I think it matters think... because 
of the it, it matters because of the perception of our people. Our people are seeing it. So, so, it's, so I, I don't think it's necessarily affecting. Well, I'm not going to say it's not affecting, you know, really other not. people. I think it's just our view. It's like we're our own worst enemies. Well, no, well, I mean, I think I think hmm. it's important for us to care about um, the narrative of how we looked at and our, our black boys because. Um, our kids navigate in this in this world without us. Like if a, if, if your mm -hmm. child is in public school, I mean, you know, we homeschooled our, our kids for like five years, but once they're released out into the world, like you don't have your kids for at least eight hours. You okay. know what I'm saying? So so if everybody think that your your kid is a certain way, they're gonna treat your kid a certain way. So it's important to care. Um, about the narrative and, and what's painted, you know, and that's why I'm sure you make sure that teacher knows who you are and knows who that you're involved and that teacher can call on you because you care about how your child is handled. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, so, it's, hey, well, I, so I get I, that, right? I, I do oh, get that. But, you know, as you know, as I'm listening, I, I'm just, I can't <laughs> rationalize certain concepts, right? So I do get that the media, they have their own agenda. The media is going to portray the way portray us in the way that they always have. That is, a, it has always been that way. We don't know anything yeah, different. They have to stop any one of us. The men on this panel is specifically from raising our kids, being involved in their lives, being active in their lives, and doing whatever it is necessary that we view as being a, a citizen of, of being a good father. We haven't stopped doing that. And, and to take it a, to take it a, to take it a step further, I really don't think we need to do anything different, because if you yes, look at like, like what? What, I, what, I, what I what I just what I just pulled up is stats that the CDC collected on Caucasians, Hispanics, and Black fathers. Right now, yeah. if you look at if you look at the statistics, this is where I tell you that we have always and will always be the superheroes. Statistics. Please, it says it says 15 to 44 for children five years 18 18 years of younger parents that live fathers that live in the house 29 percent of black fathers is highest out of everyone don't live in the house but if you look at homework done every day if you look at baths every day if you look at eight meals with their children every day if you look at uh well let me give you another one if you look at play with their children every day, if you look at done activities every day, we lead in all those statistics, even though we don't live in the home with our children. So that tells me everything I need to know that we are doing what we need to do in spite of whatever the perception is. We Can just I need rebuttal? to keep doing what we're doing. Go ahead, Go ahead, Mr. Coleman. Right. Right. Those stats, that's cool as far as in like, if you want to go by, um, I don't know, living in the house or, you know, you want some cool points, but uh, economically 300 years ago, black people only owned one, one half of a percent of wealth in America. 2020, 300 years later, we only Go ahead, Mr. One, let me, let me finish. That's the, and that's a part of the finish. problem. We keep trying to hey, own let me finish. I just want to construct finish. that we don't need Please, to be on within. We need to stand, out, stand outside of it. Like, hey, let's respect everybody, number one. I, I, I asked, and I just want to finish. That's all. So, again, 300 years later, we only owned 1.5% of wealth in America. 
So you looking good in your home, but you know, being broke outside your home and your son is looking at you means nothing, you know, to his stomach. So uh, as, again, again, this is why I was like, we have to remove the egos. I don't care about the stats of America. Only thing I care about is are the economical stats. If we have to boycott in 2020, that means we still don't own shit. Okay, so, well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna own those stats, then you have to go look ahead, at let other me, stats. Let me you come on. Let me choose. let me come on in. Let me come on in. Bro, and make go some ahead. Clarity. Let me make on. Let me make on some clarity. We were talking about fathers being in the home. We have not talked about economic structure yet. That's another. No, topic. We were actually, we were actually talking about black fathers aren't involved in their children's lives. Yeah. So let's talk right. about that. Talking Economically, talking you have to be involved. Don't the children eat? Yeah, but okay. Okay, again, but that's only one aspect. That's one aspect. We'll <laughs> get to your that's aspect. That's the major aspect. That's the biggest aspect. We'll get to your <laughs> aspect, Delguan. I get really, where you're going, really? but we need to finish this topic first where we were talking about, you know, really? just squashing well, the stereotype. But then you brought I'm, up I'm stats. You can't rebuttal and say stats. You can't say, well, you push the stats to the side and then use stats to make your point. Stats are stats. If you're going to use stats to make your point, then you have to <laughs> give credit to all stats that are being that are being on the table. So CJ, you what do you think about these stats? I was just presenting mine. You presented yours and I presented mine. Okay, but you said stats don't matter. Then you went and gave stats. I never that said, said that. Okay. I've never said that in life. All right. So what we're going to do is I want to hear final thoughts since I started out with um, Gregory. I want to hear your final thoughts on this. What, what, what ultimately, how can we break this stereotype? Um, that Black fathers are not involved yeah, in their well, children's lives. Piggybacked off a little bit with Del Juan. We have to control our own narrative. That's part of being a man, period. You got to be in control of stuff. We don't control nothing. We don't own nothing. That's why they can still talk to us and do little stuff. And we still protest it. Okay. That's how you can stop that. All right. Um, May D. Maze, I, I, you've been quiet. What you got to say? No, I mean, I, I'm agreeing with the brothers. I'm, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with everybody. And you know me, I'm all about economics too. So I know, you, you know, it's a system, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's a, it's a, it was a system that was done to us over the years, decades, hundreds of years, you know what I'm saying? It still affects us now. And like they said, you got to control the narrative. You know what I'm saying? We got to, you, you got to show, they don't show black men as being leaders in the community, you know what I'm saying? And you know, and then they broke up the family. We know that, you know what I'm saying? And now you gotta think about it. A lot of these women, they'll get with a man who might have grew up with no father, you know what I'm saying? See, we're not talking about that too. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys don't stay in the home because they didn't have a father in the home. You feel me? So it's a, it's a, it's a it's a vicious cycle, you know what I'm saying? So, so am I so am I to am I to get a gathering consistency of everybody who's on here when it comes to this? One of the things that you all are saying is that we have to own things in order to be more involved in our children's oh. lives. Negative. Yeah, I don't I don't agree. I don't I don't agree with that. Absolutely not. I don't agree with that. 
No. Okay, because that's, no. I mean, that's what I was hearing. I don't know. That's why I asked the question. I'm telling you right now, these banks lose money because they rather own the property than sell it to me. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, okay, okay, okay. So if we're if we're gonna talk about if we have to own and control things in order for us to have more time to spend with our kids, I see where that point is. But yeah. we're talking about overall, overall. They say that we that men are not in their children's mm -hmm. lives based on um, based on most of uh, stats. That's not true. Now we can talk about economic structure and, and building our community. We can have that conversation, but as far as like um, changing the narrative, the narrative is not true. What they're putting out on media. Correct. Now, I heard someone mention about um, that we need to start owning our own uh, news station or media and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, because then we can put out our narrative. But That's as far true. as that, and you can't own a news station without capital. Of course, exactly. I hear all that you're saying, Delguan. But the conversation about right now is what we're saying is that they're saying that you guys are not in children's lives. Are we gonna be talking about economic structure or the fact that we don't have capital or assets is the reason well, why? That's the solution. She asked me for that a solution, solution. I gave her economical solution. That's not a, but that that's is not a solution. solution. But, but we're talking we about- Well, we can on. agree We can agree to disagree that that's at least one solution. Can I, say one, can, one I say solution. One, can I say one more thing? Go ahead, we, have to, we have to keep in mind the same people who are pushing this narrative are also pushing the opposite. So they're on playing both sides. Okay. So this is why we can't pay attention to the narrative. We just have to keep doing what we have been doing because they're going to paint the picture on one side as negative, but then they're going to get, get stats and put stats out the, of the positive. So they're going to paint the picture on both sides. So I say we just don't even pay attention to whatever the narrative is and we just keep doing what we're doing because we are control in control of us. The narrative okay. isn't. So why are we even giving it even energy? Like, yeah. the hell the narrative? Right. I don't, well, on the that, I'm going to leave off with that statement on that particular, because um, we have a lot to cover. So um, I'm going to leave off on that particular statement. Okay, moving on to the next stereotype. Um, for those who are just coming in, um, our normal viewers, tonight I won't be reading out loud um, questions or comments only because we have enough people ready to comment. <laughs> so um, I will, um, after everything's done, we'll go back and answer it. Um, and in the meantime, we'll try to answer you guys just through text, but I won't be reading out comments tonight, guys, um, just to keep it clear. All right, so moving on. I'll be starting with um, CJ. Um, the increasing number of, this is one of the stereotypes, the increasing number of single parent homes is exclusively a black problem. One <laughs> of the stereotypes, starting with CJ. Yeah, um, so I would venture to say that that is probably false. Um, first Probably? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, well, first and foremost, you know, there's this thing that, you know, they, the, the, the weaknesses or the perceived flaws of the black community is highlighted so much that it leaves the idea that other races don't have these, sim don't have similar problems. Mm -hmm. So the, I, to, so to be able to say that it's solely a black issue is already like, it's ludicrous, really. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, because everyone, you know, in every every issue, we all face all, you know, the same issues to some degree. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as it pertains to something like that in particular. So to say that that's solely a black problem, I think that's uh, ludicrous. Um, <laughs> where do you, um, where do you all think, gentlemen, where do you think this stereotype came from? Because let's, let's keep it 100. Out of everybody on this panel, who was raised in a single parent home? Oh, uh, for a period of time. I wasn't in for a period of time, yeah. So I had 10 years in a two-parent home. And then so would the you say it's, even though it might be a stereotype, would you say it's an accurate stereotype? It's not exclusive. It's not exclusive because that's the full statement. It's not a, an exclusive Black problem. But my thing is, why is it portrayed as an exclusively Black problem to only be a, in a single parent home? Well, it, goes back to, it goes back to what uh the same reason said, like we don't control the media. So right. 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 controls the media is gonna determine what that is their job to play. portray us in negative light. That's all part yeah. of the plan. And us as a community, we carry it. Exactly. If we stop carrying How do we these carry stereotypes it? and stop adding and entertaining psychologically, it, yeah. If you see something enough times, you start emulating what you see. You start exactly. reflecting that exactly. what you see. So yeah. You embrace it. It's every day. So it's around us every day. So what you think these young what do you think the young folks gonna do? All right. Okay, so what are some other ways? How can we fix this then? I mean, how do you fix the perception of that when it comes to, to or or even the idealism that this is an exclusively a black problem? Again, so I think that is on the individuals who care enough to know. There is nothing we can do about what the media chooses to portray. We can't do anything about that. Yeah, yes, but it's can. still affecting us as a whole. So there has I mean, to be I, I, a but I, I, Again, but personally, I disagree that it's affecting us because we're doing what we have to do. Regardless <laughs> of if, if, even though they are not acknowledging it. I mean, so, wait, wait. So let me, let, me, let me understand something first. Are we trying to, are, are we looking for a perfect black community? Are we yes. looking for a community where there is no divorce? There is, you know, the real life situations aren't going to happen because we black. Is that where we going? <laughs> we 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 definitely let me know now. more than what we got right now. I'll put it that way. I mean, there's always there's there always needs to be room for improvement. But right now, but what we're talking about is the perception that is being painted. By you said, you're right. You don't have trying a community. to tell you is is that look. But if, I tell, so if I tell Motel something about you, so he doesn't know. behind the, the curveball, though. We're well, I mean, they had a 400 year head start. And that's I mean, true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> they had a 400 year head start. I mean, come yeah. on now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I, and can I, can I, I come mean, in? Because you really sit with yourself. Please. Go ahead, D. Like, no, they didn't have a 400 year head start, man. Like, we got to start doing accurate, accurate history. That's what you yeah. know in America. That's small. We've been here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They, they, they now I got a brother telling me what no, I know. Let me oh, man. No, no. <laughs> no. Let me finish. Yo, you can fact check everything I'm saying. The richest man in the world, listen, was a black Master man. Still to this day. Right, Master Moose. So it's just what you got. You like, yo, I got a 400-year head start. No, that's a 400 We got to start doing Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I thought somebody was talking. So no. the, the thing is, like, we, 
the only thing I'm more concerned about in 2020 is this, and check this out. Now, I'm saying me personally. I think we should be, we first we have to take blame for something. Number mm, one. Facts, facts. We got to take blame for, we can't be like the white man, and because the Migo don't ever give a shit. The Migo always come in and do what they got to do. They ain't complaining. They not on social media. We don't know yeah, nothing take, about the Only thing that we know is when they get here, they conquer. They come in as a colony, and then they and they build as a unit. When do we start taking blame as black men that we have we haven't did one event for little black boys? But when I do we start I, taking? I when do we start taking saying you know because we got black girls rock on BET, we champion that. We got the Ebony Festival, we champion that. We got the little girls with daddy, champion that. We have nothing for these for these little black boys. This is why they grow up to be NBA young boys. You know what I'm saying? Because we are not involved as a unit. I agree. I, now, see that? Now, that I have On a mass media scale, you don't see anything for little black boys. But on a non-mass media level, I've seen no, a numerous amounts of things. The brother Curtis used to have a, a, a group where they 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 mentor black boys. I was in a group on Facebook called Fathers 365 where they did all kind of events for little black boys. So we're doing it. It's just yeah. not on a mass. It's not televised. Now, um, yeah. I, I, I can't say we're not I'm doing it. Mother, being that I'm a single mother of four sons, four sons, I will say this. It's not publicized enough yeah, because i know i have reached out yeah. as a single mom to be like hey i do need assistance i understand that i cannot raise my sons into men <clears throat> i can guide them as much as possible but i know there's not enough resources there's yes. just not i look all the time and be like okay what can i get my son into other than football you know what I mean? My kids aren't into football. They're geeks. There's other things that they're interested in. <laughs> so it's like, what, there aren't enough things out there for us to reach and grab. I will put that out there and say That's that. True. Can now, I what say the brother something? said, what the, bro what the brother said was, we do have to take some responsibility for where can we Can I are. rebuttal? Yeah, that go ahead. Facts. And another thing, another thing. I can, so you got four little black boys, right? And you said, so they like, they're in the millennial, right? So they probably don't even give a fuck about a bike. They're probably into Xboxes or whatever, right? We yeah. should be able to present them options. Like, again, if your son say, you know what, mom, I want to shoot film and I want to be the next. Right, I do have one of them who, who do want to do that. Bet, so he can, listen, he can come to movie go, right? My, I'm on borrowed time, right? It took me a minute to make this, but I got it, right? I wouldn't mind passing it to him. My son might be like, you know what? I'm really not into movies. But your son might be the next carrier. This is why I do it. I build the brands to pass it on. because. But what I'm saying, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, as a, I'm telling you, as a single mom, when we're out here looking for things, right. it's not as ex accessible as you all might think. Yeah. So we got there's not, there's, number now one, is. there isn't a variety. Like Great I said, words. I have four. I have four sons, so they're kind of into the things that I'm into because I'm the primary parent. So, you know, they're into, like, you know, videography. They're into different things other than football and sports. 
So I'm just letting you know that there needs to be more of a variety and it needs to be more accessible for mothers of single mothers who want to put their children in the presence of, of black men. So yeah, I think I we, maybe we could do a better well, job of highlighting what the resources are because there are mm -hmm. several programs. They just aren't they just aren't normally known in our communities. But there are several programs that do these different things for children. I know exactly. that's because being yeah. a father of six children, I have had them enrolled in several of those programs. So they are there. Maybe we can do a better job of spreading the word and not keeping it to ourselves because we want to give our kids opportunity or we don't want the lines to be flooded. We do things like um, that. Gregory, what do you think? Oh, Javon, Javon wants to say something. Yeah, man, just, just for a moment. Um, like, 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 again, like I think it's um, somebody said earlier, it's just not being publicized enough. Right. I mean, because you, you, I mean, you have fraternities that do stuff for kids and you know that there are a plethora of fraternities, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, locally, like you, you have like other groups, like I'm, I'm a program mentor of a program called Youth Empowerment in the city of Riviera Beach, where our city is primarily black owned, we got black mayor, black um, city council, you know, except one person. Like I, like we're, like we, like I have a, I have a program that I mentor where, where students that don't have enough credits to graduate high school, they come to they come to our program, and um and at that at that program they can learn uh, welding, um, electrical, mm. HVAC. That's good. That's and, and plumbing. That's real good. And they also That's get a stipend good. while they're learning. Trade. That right. The, and they the get trade their is GED. where it's at. That's what it's at. So and so like this link when you get a minute. Okay. All right. Bet. Um, so this, so this is a program where I, I mentor these students. I talk to them like we do work readiness. You know, make sure they got work boots, khakis, and then we send them off. You know, they get OSHA certified. They like they get like it's it's a great program. You know, Valerie Grimsley is the one who um, who has this this program. So there are programs around there. I mean, um, for our black kids. But what I, what I think needs to happen, and I'm not necessarily the person that that should do it because it's not my skill set. But I think if we had like one directory that said, okay, this is a program, this is a program. And according to demographics, mm -hmm. this is where, you know, where you can um, sign up for this program. Either that, or you type your information in and say that, hey, I have four children ages such and such and such and such. And then they do a personality assessment and then it automatically links them with the best program that's good for their skill set. So they're not just in programs that you just want your kid to do this, that, the third, but it's like, hey, this fits this kid's personality. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that kid is gonna be a part of their program. They're gonna enjoy it and not be as disruptive because their parent didn't make them join that program. That's just cool. an idea. Like I said, I'm not necessarily the person, like that's I can answer idea. questions and help mold it but I'm not the person to, to build that directory. But I, I think that that's a way to help solve this issue. That's a good idea. I can make that happen. Okay. Can I, can I rebuttal? I like that. I like that. Can I and remember, and remember the, the topic that we're talking about is the increasing number of single homes is exclusively a black problem. Well, I wanna, I wanna tell the brother, man, I I'm 100% I'm on it. And again, if anybody is on here listening, you can type up the 901 union. I've been building it for a couple of years now. And that's the dummy page, but you can see that. So exactly everything he was saying, that's exactly what it is. Because right now we got a lot of outdated parents and they're trying to force feed the children and they not in 
into you, they into Yachty. They're not into you, they're into little young boy. And that's what we, so we got to learn how to put the medicine in the candy. You know what I'm saying? That's something that we have to learn how to do because like that's exactly what the Caucasians have done. You know, exactly. they don't, listen, they'll let you promote it to your sons, but you can never promote it on their station. You know exactly True. what to do. You know, you know, you're not invited to a country club off the muscle. You already know that. So you never, you never protest that. Why you never see a black person be like, why can't we come into the country club? Because we already trained. You know what I'm saying? You never see the Asian man make commercials. But we know what to do, don't we? Ain't that crazy? Yeah. I got, I still got to make commercials in the millennial to get the millennials to connect with it. But the Asian man ain't got to do shit. But build his store and we know exactly what to do. And that's so, an intro to 2020. So, so are we I'm saying you, that are, are we are we saying that this is not exclusively a black problem? It can't be. <laughs> no. Yes, we're saying that. It never <laughs> has been. <laughs> we all I just want to be clear because sometimes we all we're like, yeah. it's exclusively a black problem. I mean, but I'm, okay, um, Greg, what do you think? Do you think that it's publicized too much as an exclusive problem. They always highlight the negativity that goes on and the flaws we have. They highlight it. They highlight it. They're going to highlight it. That's what they do. Yeah, they, they, they never that's what they do. Positive. Every, every chance they get, that's what they do. They will show mm -hmm. black boys getting arrested before they put up a list of where black boys could go to learn something. Look at the Rolling Stone magazine cover. Yeah, I heard about that. Ain't worried. Ain't that worried about, we know what it somebody, is. Somebody check that out. We know, we know, we know our enemy too well already. So we know what it is. We know how media do. And they're doing their job. So the, the, uh, the oppressor. If I was a, if I was the enemy, that's exactly what I would do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm gotta, taking full blame when I don't provide and I don't survive and I don't set things up for the next generation. I don't look at a cracker. I don't look at the green man. I don't look at the pink man, the nothing. I'm taking full blame for what we haven't left because somebody failed me. I'm not saying my mom, my mom put everything she could in me, right? But the, my forefathers, the ones that were like, quote unquote, Jesse Jackson's and whatever, they never said anything up like malls, airlines, bus stations. The only person that was trying to do that, that I seen do it from, <laughs> from doing proper research is um, Dr. Dr. Claude Anderson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Cool. I want I want Earl to give the finishing um comment on this, and then we're gonna move on. I mean, I agree with most everybody on here in their own perspective. I mean, a lot of a lot of great points was hit. You know, what I mean, from all angles. So I mean, nobody has like a wrong way of handling or wrong way of thinking. Everybody had their own perspective, and I respect that. You know. Like you take from each, each one of these people that up here and spoke their piece about it. You know what I mean? It's, you know, they glorify all the negative stuff that we do. You see that on a daily basis, whether social media, TV, commercials, but they never highlight none of the positive stuff. Only way we know the positive stuff, like we're doing now, we put it out there and speaking on it, hopefully people who are watching or reading the comments get the message. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we really don't have too much of a platform to really speak on besides the one we create for ourselves. So, I mean, you got to look at it on that narrative too. Thanks. All right, Thanks. cool. 
All right, real quick, I just want to interject. Do y'all feel as though fathers, y'all get slighted on the Father's Day gifts? Because I know y'all be going out all out on Mother's Day gifts. Y'all be feeling y'all like, y'all get, are y'all tired of the cologne, the shoes? Like, do y'all feel slighted on Father's Day? It really don't matter with me. Yeah, I don't get it. Every day. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're a good father, man, you don't be looking for the war. The war is keeping yeah. you know, everybody happy yeah. smile on their face. Aw, don't y'all sound so fine. Listen, just like a mother, you should never have to get uh, rewarded to be a parent. You, you know, you brought the children in the world. You're supposed to take care of I think, yeah, Chris Rock said the best. I think Chris Rock said the best, too. You know what I mean? Like we said, our comedy special you did a couple years back. You know what I mean? Like some people, you know, they want to glorify, hey, I'm a good parent. Like that's what you're supposed to do. You know exactly. What I mean, you know what I mean, it, I mean somebody to, somebody today tried to give me a compliment where they were like, "Oh, you know, Happy Father's Day," because they know I do it 24 hours, seven days a week solo. And I was like, "Man, you can keep that." You know, I'm I'm just a single parent doing my job. Like I'm I'm good with that. But, I don't need that title. Yeah. But I will say because I'm petty, y'all may not be petty. Them flowers <laughs> and candy. Y'all can keep that. <laughs> like, I'm good on flowers and candy. But, um, all right, so moving on. Number three, um, the one of the topics that I wanted to hit is, um, and I'm going to think who, well, I'm going to put it out there, whoever wants to jump when it can. The number of unwed mothers is a statement on morality in the Black community. I'm going to say that again. The number of unwed mothers is a statement on morality in the black community. I'm gonna say, I mean, yeah, that may be true, but then you have to say who is the person that's controlling the moral compass. So mm -hmm. is it really a reflection on uh, the sister or is it a reflection on the person who is controlling that compass? So what I don't do know. Mean? The, don't, compass, the, like, the, 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 mora the morality, the morality compass is being given to our sisters, right? Who is giving them that morality compass? Who is the person promoting the, the imagery that you see uh, of our sister on social media, on TV, or now physical currency is the, is the thing of the day. So that's what you see most women leaning themselves toward. Who is providing that moral compass? So if the morality has went uh, downward, you have to look at, okay, well, who's providing that morality compass for it to go in that direction? Can so I that's why it's, like, it's hard for me to say. Go ahead. Can, and can you can you simplify the question? Because I in my mind I'm looking at two ways. So can you simplify before I answer it? Um <laughs> I would simplify it by saying they're trying to say that in our community, black there's there you'll find more black women who aren't married but mothers versus others. Can I say something real quick? You know well, yes. black women outnumber black men by millions. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? So what are you really trying to produce? So what you trying to produce? Poly uh family? We might need to double up. Hey, and then and then even beside and wait, wait. And you know why that is, right? Yeah, systematically it's made that way. No, 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 no. No, the black no, because, one. Was, no, the black one was already here. A lot of pullout. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's a part no, of the, it. I'm the, saying, you know so that. mathematically, mathematically, they're going to outnumber us. Mathematically, yeah, they're more the more, more women are, more women are born than men daily. So yeah, exactly. right. but you I, know what? I, I said you I was going to these statements, okay. but the statements off the chain in these comments, real quick. 
Um, somebody's asking who's providing these stats, and another person is saying Lightgiveaggressive.com. Uh, Go look it up. Who's providing the census? And can we really trust the census? No, you can't I trust mean, the census. Can you trust what you see on TV? Can you trust what you hear on the radio? Can you trust uh, can you trust any of these things? Who knows? So what do we use I mean, as a blueprint then? If we can't trust the information that's given to us, the census and the stats, then how yeah, do we move Wait, forward? wait, let me ask you this. Nobody's controlling those pictures that you put up though. So if we got our black women taking half naked ass pictures. You're yeah. giving them ammo. Yeah. But, okay, but again, we, we got to look at the psychology. The psychology. Yeah, Amanda's not going to marry a woman who put herself out like that, too. And that, that's, that's what I get out of what he just said. That's they not true. That's true. That's There's a difference between boys and men. Yeah, but it a has man, nothing male, to do with your dignity, though. As a man, as a man, once you take your dick, once you once you sell your dignity, we don't give a shit. You superhead until you die. I don't care. Your name, Korean Stepping, you can write all the books you want. But once, once you become superhead, you superhead. You tell so, these are all, oh, these are all facts. But again, the morality, right. the morality of but, the women but, in our community is being controlled. But they say so, you, you, you can do a million so positive things. Are black men helping or hindering this state? The, again, this the, the, the morality is being controlled on both sides. The morality compass is being given to us by people that are trying to destroy us. And we have taken this morality compass and we are directing our lives based on of it. So you're going to see the male and female on both sides, morality is going to go in a downward spiral because of the compass. Mr. White, that using. what do you think? I, I think it's um it's been like I think we're helping and hurting it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like one on one hand, we'll see like a woman that's like super sexy on Instagram and want to get at her, and then we get her, and then it's like, oh, I want you to stop. Don't don't be doing that. And so and, that, and that's hypocritical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and then it's like we'll yeah, we'll yeah, a woman yeah. behind closed doors. It's like, oh, okay, you finna. <laughs> and then you hear about her her past, and now you can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Cause you too sensitive. You know what I'm saying? So it's both. You know. And then a lot of times we yeah. we'll let somebody put something in our ear, and it be like, bro, you know this. And then now all of a sudden our feelings hurt. So now we shamed, even though you happy with that person, and they happy do with you. Do y'all want to know what I feel like my fix would be for this whole thing? I think we need to bring back arranged marriages. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I got four. I got four sons. What's up? <laughs> hey, so seriously, it was. You know, statistics. You know, you know, they say you know that, right? Huh? Especially, like, especially with bets and stuff. You know, they're doing like um. I, I got four sons. Let's go. I was watching. I was watching. I was watching. I was, watching, I was, watching, I was at this um this speaking um and Kennesaw State University. This dude in D.C. came out with this thing called um. Uh, what's the? I can't come talk. But basically, he was doing statistics. You know, he, he is basically bringing down the census, how they be, you know, you know, directing it, narrating it. It's not all true. And then, you know, like, the, you know what I mean? Like, the, um, out of the debt situation, you know what I mean? Like, two parent out income, you know what I mean? Within two to five years, especially if you bring the black man, the woman could do you do wonders. But, you know what I mean? It's the, you know, they don't want that. If they don't want that. 
society because they know what happens when the black man or black woman get together and the whole house when they build together, they become impeccable. They unstoppable. Oh, you know what I mean? They, they try to keep, they try to keep that water. Not to, not to cut you off, but I do have to read this one statement. It says, control your hormone brothers and check your egos. Huh? I mean, again, mm-hmm. again, <laughs> I like that one. Again, again we are, we are, we are, t- we are talking about the, we're oh not talking, God, we're talking about the, we're talking about the, we're talking about the symptoms. We're talking about the sickness, we're not talking about how we got sick. We got to deal with how we got sick in the first place. Exactly. You can't talk about the results or, or, or yeah, I'm showing the signs of sickness. Well, how did I get sick? Who controlled this morality compass to, to make me sick in the first place, right? So you got to start there. If the morality of our sisters and our brothers have went downward, if we if we want to take that as truth, then how did that happen? Okay, I need, can't just I only need look at real solutions then. How do we fix the morality then? How do we fix the morality of the black man? How do we fix the morality of a woman? And how do we fix them as a couple? I need oh, we can we can only we can only do it with the children. We can only do no, it with the children. But I mean, if we if we do it through children, if we do it through children, then the 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 the, the parents have to be right because yeah, we're going to learn it from. Lee buys so out. It has to start with us. Exactly. Absolutely, I, I agree. So what do you mean it has to start with us? So that nah, it starts with the individual, man. People going to do what they want to do. It starts with us as parents. Gotta be, no, we have to, we have to gonna show do what they want the right to do, way. man. Yeah. Got, okay, wait. Talk <laughs> that one. All right, starting with um, Delwan. Give me one solution. I just told you. Promote weddings. Promote black couples being married. Let everybody see that. Cause I'm from a household where everybody got a couple or everybody married. My mom have been married for like fucking 29 years. I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My brother about to get married. My sister got a, a, a boyfriend that's cordial. You know, it, we don't have to beat him up or nothing. It's not dysfunctional. You know what I'm saying? But when you're CJ, promoting, CJ when you're promoting, give me one solution. Damn, I ain't finished, cuz. I know you're talking too much. CJ. You asked me, though. That's the way I talk. You gave me like five. Wow, I asked for one. I was going home with it, though. I know. That's why I moved on. CJ, what's, give me one solution. Hey, can you repeat, can you repeat the question for me now? Because I can't even. Okay, uh, a solution to improving the morality of men, black men, black women, and us as together as a couple. Um. So I think it is important for people to understand that these are individual concepts, right? So collective. I understand everybody wants to move in the collective, but you have to understand that collectives performed burst off of individuals. Every individual part has to function in a certain capacity for a collective to move a certain way. So if you do not address your own issues, if you do not see that there's an issue or an issue of morality within yourself, then there is nothing that no, me or anybody else outside of that individual can do. These are individual things. We need to promote personal development. We need to true, promote true, spirituality. True. We need to promote true. the things, you know, like, you know, we, we connect to people on, for frivolous reasons. All of this is a problem. You don't connect to a person based on how much what they provide. You connect mm-hmm. to a person. You connect to the heart of a person. Yeah. These are things that you know. Whoa. These are things that have been lost way far in translation. We don't have any introspection, and you know we have to sit down with ourselves and address us as individuals, and then move. Talk to them. Until then, I agree. nothing happens. I agree. 
agree. Anybody else has a rebuttal psych- or anything to add to that? You gotta deal with the Devon, psychology. Devon, Devon, wanna, yeah. I want to know the real. Y'all want to know what it really is. Y'all not rate like they ain't really raise us to be good husband, good wife. They don't rate. They don't raise wives. They teach the women to what to go to work, put their career first, work on them, and be independent. That is not a good recipe to build a wife with. That's just straight up. Yeah. A lot of these cats know that. And as a man, naturally, I don't want to go on the internet and see my girl having her butt out. That's just me. Now, if y'all can handle that, y'all can handle that, but not over here. Nah. Bro, let me ask you something. I, I want to give, give you a little pushback, bro, because, man, I think. Now, I deal with a lot. I think. <laughs> hey, I hear you right, brother. But the, 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 I just know. No. Right. I hear you about the wife thing. Right. But I think that's problematic in our community It's part of the reason why we're disconnected, because men have to understand that there's more to a woman than her being your wife. That's right. not the totality of who she is. But well, they lost the wife part. Yeah. No. Yeah. But that is not the totality of who she is. So you have to you have to embrace her fully in order to embrace her as your wife. If you can't do that, then the problem is within you, not her. Everybody okay, so so let's 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 look at what 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 the brother uh, Mr. Coleman said about being in 2020, right? So if we're in 2020, right? Is a wife in 2020 the same thing she was in 1960? No. So a woman a, a woman having a job and a career and things like that that doesn't remove her from wife because that is her evolving with the times right so we have to evolve what we have to evolve with the times and how we look at women we have to evolve with the times and how we look at ourselves again it goes back to the psychology if the psychology of the way you see yourself and the way you think is off kilter then none of the rest matters so you got to deal with the psychology of where you are at but again it goes back to the moral compass we aren't we aren't the people that's designing our moral compass. We are following the moral compass of the same people that are trying to destroy us. So true. we have to deal with that moral compass. So what true. you're trying to say that. is that we need to build our own blueprint? We got to build our own blueprint. Ourselves. That's exactly what ourselves. We have to build our own blueprint. But be, in order to do that, we have to do it. We, we can't do it together until we do it individually. Yeah. Whatever, whatever woman comes to me is a reflection of me. So if I haven't made sure to work within myself to omit the right reflection, that woman is going, she's going to be whatever she needs to be in order to get me in order. <coughs> so if we're going to do something together, I first got to work on me because I'm only going to be able to manifest that which I reflect. She's going to be my mirror. So we can't say together. We got to work on the individual and we got to get into the psychology of what I am and how I think. Preach. I, I kind of rebuttal that. I feel like I feel like because we're so behind the curve, we don't have the luxury to work on one thing at a time. We have to work on everything at the same damn time. That one thing, that one thing is everything. everything. That one thing is everything. You can't that work on everything at the same time. One thing is everything. I just, I just feel like we have. I, I don't feel like we have the luxury or the time to be like, okay, we need to fix because there's a lot of shit that we need to fix. That so one thing is everything. One thing is yeah. everything. That one thing. If yeah. You, if you go into the mirror and you dissect and break yourself down and rebuild yourself up, everything outside of you will reflect that. That fixes That's everything true. if you fix yourself. And yeah, we, but if you're basing it off of if you're basing it off of an individual's 
perception of themselves, the way you perceive yourself could be totally different than how I perceive myself. And, so now and that's we're, fine. we're counter we're counterproductive. No, 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 no. I don't think it's counterproductive. What happens a lot of times in those spaces is um, as we start to, uh, the energy that we exude, we start to attract things back to us. And what happens is, is when you evolve to a space to where you know that you aren't perfect and that you're going to need um, assistance from other people, then that is when you can hear somebody's opinion about you without being offended. True. You can hear these things and sit yourself down and say, you know what? Maybe there is some truth to that. Maybe I do need to address this, or maybe not. But all of that is a part of the introspection. But it's not counterproductive because once you evolve to that space to where you know you need those things, you're receptive and open to anything that comes your way that is going to make you better. True. Okay. All right. So we're going to leave. We're going to leave that statement off with that. Um, with that particular um topic, which was the morality of the black community. Um, next we're going to be moving on. I'm going to start with who hasn't started tonight yet. Javon. Well, I'm gonna th- who? <laughs> Javon. <laughs> Javon. Okay, we're going to start. Javon with Javon and White. CJ and Mos Def. Okay, we're going to start with um Javon. Um, the next one moving on to the next topic is men who didn't have fathers won't make good fathers. That's one stereotype. Mind you, for whoever's coming in, we're listing stereotypes and trying that surrounded around black men and fathers. So this is one stereotype. If you did not have a father in the home, you won't make a good father. Starting with Mr. White. Yeah, I um personally don't think anything is impossible. <laughs> Like no thing is impossible. So um I like I just I just disagree with that. You know, because even like I, I grew up, I didn't have my my biological father in in the in the home, you know, but my biological father, you know, God rest his soul, like that it, it was it's probably a good thing that I didn't grow up with him in the house because it's like he had my mother pregnant. And then he had another woman pregnant at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> those are things that, like, if I was around it, you know what I'm saying? I could have been troubled by that. I, I could have learned that and then been like, this is what I'm going to do in the future because this is what I'm learning from my father. So, so I, I, I can't necessarily say that. Now, I do think that it's important to, um, to find a way to father properly. I do think that it's important to have a good model or something to emulate in order to be a good father. I mean, because yes. me personally, I I personally look at the relationship that God has with his with his people, you know what I'm saying? And how his kingdom is set up. That's that's one thing that I do, along with some other fathers that I look up to, you know, like some of my uncles, um, you know, and a few people in the community. And I don't always get it right, you know, and I, and I tell my boys, it's like, hey, look, I'm going to mess up sometimes, you know, and I'm going to be wrong sometimes. It's not often I'm going to be wrong, but sometimes I'm going to be wrong, you know what I'm saying? So, no, I don't, I don't think that um, by not having your father in the home that you're doomed. Like, I, I, don't, I don't believe that, personally. All right. Um, D, um, Mr. Mace, I haven't heard from you in a minute. What do you think? Uh, well, you know what? I, I agree with him. Because like I know a lot of guys like me, I I grew up with my parent, my father in the home. He he still my mom been married forty five years, and um, I got it right. Yeah, they've been together for forty five years. But anyway, I know some guys who I know some guys who didn't have. I, I will say it's it's two sides to that. I know some guys that grew up with 
lot of, we ran the streets and stuff. A lot of them guys didn't have a father, and some of them did go to the wayside. But a lot of them was raised by a single mother, and a lot of them did good for themselves. So, yeah, it's 50-50 it's on that. But I don't think that would affect the child. I mean, like I say, you know, a lot of times, let's be honest, most black men probably didn't grow up with their father, and a lot of them successful. So, yeah, I don't think So are you me. saying that? Are you saying it's not a big deal to have a father in the home? No, 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 no. You need a father. This is how I look at it. If your father <laughs> is not in the household, the uncles, the grandfather, the community need to, you know, help out. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just, like I say, any man can have a child. He can be a sperm donor. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, it takes a lot to be a father. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, being responsible and stuff. So it should take, the community should come, like I said, the village. You should come together as a as a village, and, and you see a child, you know that woman having a hard time, we need to step up and, and try to help out or mentor that child, help that lady out. You know, say if, we, if we're a real community, we don't do that in our community. And what, what about you, Mr. Coleman? What do you think? <clears throat> Are you going to cut me off this time? If you take too long. <laughs> <laughs> the radical. <laughs> we get we on a time. You see how here. black you hey black men, y'all see how they treat a black man with a voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she don't even know I'm the future. <laughs> He's in the future. Oh, you better be nice. Now, Moving on. Jump in. See, you see what I'm saying? So wait, let me say this before before I slide out, because I, I can't I can't tolerate disrespect especially when I provide, you know what I'm saying? I have employees and I do shit for people, especially for the youth. You got to respect me and what I'm saying. Anything you contest to say about anything, like y'all can go on my page. I have proof of concept. This ain't nobody just talking. I'm not nobody. You can go down my timeline and see if I'm lying on anything. But the difference is besides movie go, I own a wedding company. I have nothing but pros in my life. So I, I, my voice counts for something when I speak. You know what I'm Nobody saying? Nobody said now, it now if, I, if I'm on your platform and I'm shining more than somebody that you feel like should be, I have nothing to do with that. I'm just a deliverer of the truth. Now, if you want me to answer the question with a solution, let me go. But if not, let me go. <laughs> you can go. Okay, can you repeat the question? Because I, I forgot it. I was doing something. You you got it all out your system now? You feel better? Well, I just I want to be respected. You want me to protect you and respect you, right? But you don't no, I just want you to answer the question. <laughs> I ask you to repeat it. Okay, the question is, <laughs> um, in order to be a good black father, you have to be raised by a father. Correct. That's it? 100%. It see, a little girl becomes a woman inevitably because she's going to grow titties. She's going to have a cycle. She's going to, she, she's, she, inevitably she becomes a woman. A little boy, if he isn't raised by a man, he never becomes a man. He doesn't know. He needs infrastructure and 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 and, and evidence. You don't grow from a little boy just to a man. If you think I'm lying, look at these grown men at the grocery store with their pants sagging, and they don't even know how stupid they fucking look. You don't grow in front of you. Man. You know what I'm saying? So so you can tell that I was that I've he been raised with a man. He doesn't know. He need right. I'm listening. I'm just saying, you can tell that I've been raised by a two-parent home. I said my mom and dad have been together for like 29 years. So I, I know the difference. That's why I was like, you're going to respect me or I'm out. Off the muscle. Because I protect you. You know what I'm saying? Off the muscle. So we okay. did, I asked you. All right, good. Um, uh, let me see. Who else wants to jump in on this? Um, basically, the topic is, 
black um men who um didn't have fathers won't make good fathers that's the topic um i'll say something um like uh like the brother may said i think it's a 50 50 thing because you could have a father in the household and he could be toxic and that won't that that could possibly um stop stun a, a, a young man's growth um so it's really 50 50 it's basically what things he's been exposed to from a manhood perspective that's going to determine uh and then what choices he makes that's going to determine what he be, develops as as a man and then i think it's another thing that i don't think we think about i don't think we think about karma and how karma plays into a person who a person becomes um from a spiritual aspect whatever a man develops into that's going to be, be based on his journey that he was supposed to take take on on this this time around um so having a father in the household or not having a father in the household that may be based in his karma and who he was supposed to become in the first place so i don't think it really is really a necessity but it can be a pro mm -hmm. but i don't think it's necessary so you but because i i heard everybody on the panel basically say that you we need a blueprint isn't a father kind of like a blueprint on how to yeah. be a father no, not necessarily. I mean, no. just even if a father is active, doesn't mean he's a good father. Yeah, don't mean he's good. So that's what that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could be he could be beating the mama. He could be yeah. doing drugs. He could be doing right. all kinds of things. But, hey, but to that house, point, so. but to that point, I think it all depends man, on what we call the father. Because I don't, I've never seen my father. I've never heard my mom and dad in a fucking argument. And me and my brother was talking about that. So that's a mm. father to me. Now somebody beating on my mom wouldn't be, I wouldn't mm. classify him as a father. You know what I'm saying? That's I, I, I could smoke a bag of that. I could smoke a bag yeah, of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So when mm. we say fathers, we got to watch what we saying. I'm a father. That's true. That's true. I'm a father to the ones that don't have one. That's true. Don't don't pass that 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 title on so loosely. I get Correct. you. Correct. Hey, um, Earl, what do you have to say about that? I mean, with me, you know, I, I grew up in a household with single parents. So, you know, my dad, you know, he passed when, when I was like 16. So then my stepdad, you know, he was an addict and abusive. So, you know what I mean? So I don't look at him as a father. But without, you know, a man to raise me, I mean, I had to figure it out the hard way. The ideals I thought, I ain't gonna lie to you, is leave it to be even Disney Channel kind of raised me a little bit, uh, you know what I mean? But it was like white imagery. But when you step like my uncle, my great uncle, before he passed, he was always telling me like, don't always look into your community for answers. Sometimes, you know, you gotta look outside your community. There's a lot of answers out there, a lot of jewels. You just gotta learn what to take from it. But me, me growing, you know what I mean? I made a lot of mistakes, but being a, without a father or absentee, I mean, I could say like on my journey, I, I you know, I, mean, I made my mistakes with my first, my first child or whatever, but I learned over the years how to become a man when my youngest were born. But then you know, I went back and got my master's, I'm self-employed. I mean, I'm doing my thing. I'm very active in their lives. And it showed me how to become a better person, a better father, a better brother, a better, you know, future husband, somebody or whatever. But, you know, it just steps and stages. You just got to have the ambitions. You got to really believe in yourself. Sometimes when you don't have it, you have to invent it. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's, it's kind of hard because you don't have that, that platform to build off of or to understand it. But like Dee was saying earlier, sometimes you gotta look at the community. Sometimes you gotta look at elsewhere. It might be like like Coleman said, you know what I mean? Sometimes you might have to look up somebody else that don't have no ties with you, but you have to look up to them as like a, a founder or a follower. You know what I mean? Every 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 teacher had to be a pupil at some point in their life. So, you know, when you put the title of father right here, you gotta think it's the difference between a father, is a difference between a dad. 
as a father, you know, you got to embrace the responsibility. You're going to fail, you know what I mean? But at, when you fail, that don't mean that you, you, you know, you're a failure or you didn't succeed. It's just there, it's a disability to, to understand that, hey, I did fail. I'm understanding, but I learned my mistakes. But as a father, teaching your kids that, you know what I mean? You got to look at them level. Like, you can't, you can advise them, even though they're going to make their mistakes. You can't judge them for it. But at the end of the day, you just be there to brush them off and, hey, you know, this is part of life cycles, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I got you. I respect you. I respect what you're trying to do, the direction you're going for, and I support it, whether right or wrong. But as a father, you just got to be that person to embrace that. And me learning that without a father, you know what I mean? Like I said, in my 40s, I'm just learning too. So, I mean, I just picked all this stuff, like, you know, a couple years ago. You know, before mm -hmm. then, I was a knucklehead. So, you know what I mean? Like, I can agree everybody on this panel, you know what I mean? Before you get that title up, you got to understand the smash, smash, I can't even get the words out. You got to stand the principles and, uh, and the meaning behind that, that title as a father or a dad or whoever. Because some people just face it. That's going to be there. And that's it. Yeah. All right, cool. We're going to leave that right there. I'm going to try to um get us off real soon. But I have one more thing that I wanted to tackle before we go, because then we still got to do the raffle. Um, the, the last thing is the significance. And this is actually came from Earl. Um, the significance of the Black father. Um, what do y'all think about that that statement? This is this is um, coming under the umbrella, umbrella, but also I want to hear everybody's thoughts on what is the significance of the black father? Like, what do you feel like as a father is your significance in your child's life? Let me let me go ahead and start real quick. Um, everybody. I don't know, everybody don't know, but I'm a real estate agent, but I'm also an eighth grade U.S. history teacher. That's dope. This was up. So When I, at the beginning of the school year, they always give me, you know, some special cases. And by the end of the school, at the beginning of the school year, by the end of the school year, them kids like, you like a dad to me. And uh, two weeks ago, I was walking down walking downtown where I live in Delray, I'm walking downtown and I ran into one of my former, he was like, man, I'm doing this with my life, man. I appreciate everything you did. I remember that kid, he was so quiet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, I bet your pops, you like, you the closest thing I had to a dad. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? And some cats hold on to that. You never know who, who watching. So when I raise my kids, my daughters, I got two daughters. And I feel like, you know, everything I do, I have to make sure I do it a certain way so it could be presentable to them, <coughs> you know, and they could uh, flourish from the type of energy I give off into my environment, to my community. Because it's going to, it's going to, basically is going to help them out in the long run. I grew up with my father. Certain things my dad said to me at 16, I'm 32 now. It ain't clicked to 32. I'm mm. like, golly, that's what he was talking about. Well, I remember one time he, he was telling me something and he said, you know what? I Sometimes I got to get your cousin or your uncle to tell you because you'll listen to them. So he was like, all of, all of us are your fathers. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't know how deep that energy ran until here I am, 32 years old, finding an answer to a problem that was given to me at 15, 16. Cool. He was trying um, to put the medicine in the candy. 
<laughs> really. Um, let me get two more people to, um, you know, comment on that, and then we'll move on. And hey, I'm the proud of you too, bro. And then we'll shut down. Um, who else wants to? Um, the significance of a black father. Who else wants to come in on that? Yeah, well, I think it's just uh, okay. No, I mean, I was just gonna say, you know, specifically, I think, you know, my role specifically in my children's life is simply just to guide them, to provide them with information and resources for them to develop in the way that they choose to develop, not what I want them to do, not what I think they should do and impose my, my wills and laws of life on them, but to guide them on their journey so they can figure out their life for themselves. That is my job. I I was gonna say something along that lines, but I'll just make mine simple. Um, I think I got two. I got two sons, right? And I think my only responsibility is to teach my both of my sons how to balance the masculine and feminine principle that lives within them, so they can understand how to make decisions um, in a in a in a in a non-emotional manner to be responders and not uh, reactors. I think that's just what I, I'm here to do. I'm gonna say this real fast. Everything all the brothers just said is correct. I, I agree with them. But one thing we gotta we gotta do as a people, especially black men, we gotta leave a legacy behind for our children. Yeah. We, don't, we don't do that True. as a people. We the only True. people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Um. So what we're gonna do is Rose. You ready to do the raffle? Wait. Can I can, can I, I say can something I say real quick? Can on... I say something before you Go do ahead. that? Yeah. Hey, to my to, to my brothers, man, I really do. I really do appreciate y'all, and I love y'all, man. Like straight up, like I wouldn't have missed this call for, for nothing in the world because this is what change starts. It's going to be a civil war, and when I say civil war, I mean mentally. But brothers like this, like this, this, this right here is going to last forever. This is the future. If they see us coming together, we might not have to sit down, but we had it digitally. And man, I'm really, really proud of all of y'all, man. If y'all need any help with anything, man, y'all can hit me up, man. My number up or whatever you need, I got you. Okay. Much love, brother. Much love. Anybody else wanted to say something else about this? Yeah, mom was just real short. Um, just on on what um uh what Dornelius just said, you know, as far as like living a legacy. Like like I know people have <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know I know people have um different levels of living, you know, but uh like one of the um easiest ways to transfer wealth with um with little money is having a life insurance policy. Bam. No Good stuff. Like a life insurance policy can be man, like oh, got a couple. I mean and for, for more reasons than death. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, like, like that. I mean, and, and then it's like you can get more than one life insurance policy, and if you have a traditional job, like, like that. So, like, I'm not even gonna go way onto, but, but just, just on the strength of like leaving a legacy, like, just having at least a life insurance policy. I mean, because like, you know, t-shirts and GoFundMe when when we die and stuff like, like. Like come on, like we shouldn't we shouldn't have to do that. We, we should exactly. not have to have a GoFundMe. And I and I'm not no disrespect to anybody. That's an that, insult that, to the culture. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that that's can, that's hey, my, can I jump on top of that life insurance? Can I jump on top of that life insurance? Listen, I did a live with P3 Financial Group. Don't you know for a two million dollar policy, it's only 
$1,100 a year for $2 million. Wow. And you can do it as a group. Wow. For $2 million, these are facts. Y'all can fact check everything I'm fucking saying. For a $2 million policy, it's only $1,100 a year. You can do that as a group. 17 people can do it, or five, or two, or three. Wow. You know what? I'm going to every year. I'm going to piggyback on, piggyback on Delguan. That's what the um, Jewish people do. And uh, the Rockefellers, that's how they build their wealth. That's their family exactly. banking. Yeah, they create they a trust and they, and they all have a, a, a insurance policy on every single member. So that is what we don't do. We, we think of life insurance as a death benefit, but they also have living benefits as well. True, and true, it true. is it is cheap. A lot of hey, us uh, want to, so a lot of us want to deny there, the fact that a lot of us want to deny the fact that we ain't gonna die, but we are. We, that yeah, that's something that we don't know when is the time. So we have to. And I I'm gonna add hey, that one me, more thing. I think uh, I think with the life insurance, if we all are insured. I think a lot of the uh, police brutality was stopped because them, them insurance company don't want to pay all that. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, They're they going to change policies and everything to make sure they don't kill one of us because they got to dish out that money. So hey, if bro. we all get insured, I think it will stop a lot of things. That's one of my solutions. So hey, let's bro. put the medicine in the candy. So from now on, when we do baby showers, somebody that sells life insurance pop up. Right. Right. True. Hey Rose. Hey Rose. True. Hey Rose. Yes. I want to add on to that. Um, I don't know if y'all. I mean, I watch a lot of comedians, so that's what I do on Pandora a lot. And if you ever follow um TK Kirkley, even though he be on some other stuff. Oh yeah, time, that's a fool. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually <laughs> talked. He he actually did a whole um comedian special about insurance and life insurance and stuff. He was trying to put people on game about that too. So that's fact. Yep. All right, guys. Cool. Okay, Rose, let's go ahead and hurry up and do the raffle and then um I'll do the closing and then we'll we'll be done. All right, give me one second. Everybody's name is in the raffle, right? It sure is. Okay, so um the raffle. You can talk about that, the gift card, and I'll talk about the services that I'll provide. I'll probably do maybe one or two. Um <laughs> All right, so basically. Um, we did a raffle. We're we're doing a raffle. Um, we want to thank everybody who came in. While she gets that set up, I'm gonna have everybody give their handle and their information, and um, just tell us where we can find you, where you could be followed. While she gets that ready, starting with Mr. Most Deaf. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Instagram Mosef33, I think. And on Facebook is Mosef Lenny Lenape on Facebook. All right, cool. Uh, Miss that's yeah. it or no, that's the only thing. I don't mess with all this other stuff. Okay, two. Mr. Javon, Mr. White. Where can we yes. follow you and find you? Um, you can follow follow me and find me. You can find me on IMDB, um, internet movie database. I'm an actor. And um, so you'll see some of my movies and television shows that I've been in on there, wow. as long as some coming up. Um, you'll find me on Instagram, Facebook as Javon White. So at J-E-V-O-N-W-H-I-T-E. And for the illustrious beard, at the illustrious beard. <laughs> 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 the illustrious beard.com. We have something to be launched this week. 
All right, cool. Um, Mr. Fasha, where can we um find you and where do you connect it with? Um, you can find me um on Facebook, Gregory M. Fashaw. Uh IG Stunner underscore Greg26. Yeah, I made it when I was 26. <laughs> 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 like to listen to podcasts. I got a real popular podcast for you know young black men, black men like yourselves, called Alpha Ecology, and where we studied about being the most alpha version of ourselves, which basically means the most alpha male version of yourself, the best version, the most dominant version of yourself. And we talk about that and how to get there. Cool. Cool. Nice. I do nice. Nice. Also, so you guys can hit me up in the inbox. I get a lot of consultations from younger men trying to learn how to be men. So that's why uh, I started doing the podcast. But I got great information on there, man. Awesome. Thank you. All right, CJ, how can we find you? Your links um, and everywhere. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Um, my name is Curtis Sweet. Um, you can find me under my name at Curtis Sweet on Facebook. Instagram, I am on there as Universal Light Being. Um, uh, and yeah, pretty much anything about me you'll find on those two pages. All right, that's cool. And then um, who else? D, Delwan, where can they find you? What are you linked to? Hey, y'all can go on my personal page, Delwan Coleman. I'm the founder of Movie Go, co-founder of Coleman and Neil, which is a couture line and my wedding company. Yes, I do. Uh, Mr. White, you say you're an actor. So if you send me your information, I definitely post you on Movie Go. If you want to see how it works, just click on it, go to my personal page. You can see that like the infomercial. So if y'all yes, need sir. Love that and likewise. I'm familiar as well. Networking. Love, 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 love that. <laughs> All right. Um, Mr. Mays, go ahead and give your information. Yeah, y'all can check me out. Uh, Mind Games Uncut, out of podcast, YouTube. Check me out. Mind Games Uncut. Subscribe now. Go to Spotify. Check me out. Mind Games Uncut Radio. I'm on Instagram and, of course, Facebook. We got our own group page. Yeah. All right. Um, Mr. Earl, your turn, Mr. Thomas. And you can catch me on here on Facebook, Earl Thomas. You can catch me on IG as Nuki, aka Mr. Say Less. Or you can catch me on Twitter, Mr. Say Less. You know what I mean? I'm around dropping memes and all the other good stuff. So I'll be on the lookout for y'all. And I'm here for a separate link, you know, to tag with y'all. All right, Rose, your turn. Well, you guys can find me. Well, I'm Rosalore Lewis, and you guys can find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook at yourcreditgoddess.com. All right, Ooh. awesome. And I am just Shayna. You can follow me here every day for all my madness and mayhem, J U S S S H A I N A. You can also follow me over on Instagram, J U S T S H A I N A. Before we um, leave off, because we have everything set up and ready to go for the raffle. I basically wanted to read a quote from one of my favorite writers in the whole entire world is um, from James Baldwin. And it says, our crowns have been bought and paid for. All we have to do is put them on our heads. Um, so with that being said, I just want to say that um, as a black woman living in America, I really appreciate black men. I'm hopelessly addicted to them. I, I feel like without black men, there is no black woman. Um, everything on my platform is to bring together all the issues that we have within hand that we can work together to make each other better. So I want to personally thank all the gentlemen involved. 
who took time out of their busy schedule, their special Father's Day to come join me. I feel like the topics are great. I learned a lot. I hope other people learned a lot. Put all of your comments and links and everything to what you have going on in the comments so other people can find you all. And I really appreciate it and thank you guys. All right. So we ready to go with the raffle? We are. We are. Uh, which all right, one here we go. What? Uh, let me go ahead and present um, my raffle, and then we also uh, have a $50 raffle. But my raffle, I am going to give it to one lucky father. Um, I provide uh, personal and uh, business credit services. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yeah. Okay, okay, I, I was hearing echo. Um, I provide personal and uh, business credit services uh, to any um, of my clients that are looking to build wealth. Um, credit is the foundation, using other people's money to uh, kind of advance yourself forward instead of, you know, uh, relying on a nine to five because we, we're not, we not going to get much just saving money um, to, to get what we want, especially as building wealth. So I am looking to provide, give one service to one lucky father um, to kind of get you jump starting to building wealth for you and your family. Um, and, uh, we'll start with that one and then we'll do a $50, $50 raffle. So right. I have my names in the box here. So I'm going to go ahead and start the raffle. One second. <clears throat> Who is this lucky father going to be? <laughs> uh, I want his okay. needle like my damn name for the come out. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mos Dad. Yes, you. You, no, yeah. you won you won some free services from her. I'll never win. I'll never win in the raffles, man. I don't put my name in the raffles <laughs> on the big straight TVs so and sad. I'll never win them things, man. You're welcome. That's what's up. So you know what you know where to reach me. You know where to reach me. All right. Okay. So this next raffle is going to be a fifty-dollar uh, cash app. I'm sending you cash to your bank. It's fifty dollars. So I'm going to go ahead and spend that right now. Let's see who wins. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. <laughs> Del Guan. Congratulations, Del Guan. Give me my damn money. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check it out. Check it out. Hey, listen, listen. On some real shit. So I got $50 in cash app, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Shana got four boys. Bust it up between them. <laughs> that is so nice. So awesome. I love you. I love you. Now, but for real, I want to thank everybody for coming. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, I could do something like this again and I can have everybody come on. If y'all need anything from me, inbox, inbox me. I'm more than happy to come on any show, talk about any panel. Um, I love all of y'all. Y'all are officially my friends and my family. Um, to everybody else who's been watching this, um, I really appreciate it. And I want y'all to have the rest of a good night of a Father's Day. Is Coochie a good Father's Day gift? Uh, no. 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 Not the same. Oh, like, like, like Gregory said, two coochies. Two coochies. Two, now we talk. Two coochies, yeah. Like he said. Coochie. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night. Everybody wait. It's been fun, fellas. Peace. Later. Peace, good brothers. Be one. All right, peace. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, so. Bye, everyone.
Bye. Hey, but, hey, but Shayna, 